Good morning from hell. Uh, I don't have to say that because this is behind the scenes. Uh, so uh, this is our first little supplemental piece while we take a break and uh, refresh our brains. Um, you see, Chris died recently. And yes. His eternal punishment has <laughs> just been the rest of eternity doing... Sorry. Yes. Um, yeah, so we're going to kind of talk through uh, in this bit how we kind of came up with the show, how we kind of developed it, and then how we launched it. Uh, I'm Chris. I play the voice of... Chris, we all work at a company called Rooster Teeth based in Austin, Texas, and I do writing, directing, a lot of on-camera, kind of hosting, acting stuff. Yeah. And I'm Blaine. I play Clayton. I am also a writer-director at Rooster Teeth. Uh, I've been there for years, longer than Chris and Eric and Nick. I got them all their jobs there at the company. Um, Is it true? I'm I'm a founder. uh, I'm a father. Uh, I'm a lover. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm Eric. I'm the director of broadcast creative at Rooster Teeth. I just uh, produce shows and make sure the wheels stay on and uh, help this show get off the ground and get made. You also like done several characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done uh, 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 some characters. I don't remember who they are. Wright Brothers. And I was the right. I was one of the Wright Brothers. In heaven. I was Ringo. A bunch of people um, in heaven. A whole bunch of people. Like four yeah. people in heaven. <laughs> yeah. And then most and then laughter in the background. That's yeah. pretty much that's kind of how it that's how it operates. It's interesting because yeah. like whenever we were trying making the show, we're like, you know, Eric, you gotta calm down. You're asking too much to be on. Like, we'll find yeah. an episode for you eventually, but you gotta chill out because you're asking too much. Mm-hmm. You know me. Yeah. Can't get enough of it. And we also have here Nick. Hi, I'm Nick. I uh, am the director of audio production at Rooster Teeth, and I'm um, very happy to have this as our first audio podcast, and I oversee all of our audio podcasts uh, that we are currently doing. Yeah, and just put that in context, when he says audio podcast, Rooster Teeth does a lot of podcasts uh, as a company, but we haven't done a lot of audio-only podcasts. And so this was, a, weirdly enough, even though the Rooster Teeth podcast which started as an audio-only podcast, it had been video for so long, um, but yeah, this was the first that the company did, oddly enough. Yeah, so, okay, on my bullet point, I'll mark through intros. We did that. All right. Check. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys wanted to uh, peel that curtain back and see how it works, recording episodes of Good Morning From Hell, it's mostly like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next on the bullet is conception. Um, so, well, when a mommy and a daddy <laughs> love each other, no, they no, make a babies. No. Um, so yeah, we get, I mean, blanket asks this a lot. Like, how did we come up with the show? How did it come about the, I think the initial kind of seed for the idea was like 2016 or something. I was trying to think of different shows and I thought I was like, Oh, it'd be funny if there was like a talk show in hell or a podcast in hell where it was all these like evil people talking to each other. Like, but to, in my initial idea, it was like more like a, a news thing where they would comment on all the horrible things happening in the world as if they were like good things. But it's almost a little, almost a little too real. So I, it was just like that was it. I just marked it in my idea thing and didn't think about it again for like several years. And then there was this other show at Rooster Teeth called On the Spot, which is like an improv game, kind of like whose line is it anyway? And Blaine and I were on that. I think we had been exploring like characters because. With that show, like improv is fun, but like it had been going for so many seasons that I, personally, I think a lot of the talent were getting bored with just 
going on and just playing the games. So I feel like at one point, like you and me decided to do some characters. Th- th- there was a, a season of On the Spot where it was like based in hell. And so Blaine was like, oh, I want to be the devil. And I was like, oh, I could be like your intern. And through that kind of like talking through that and coming up with jokes, we thought it would be funnier if he played uh, Satan's little brother, uh, Clayton. And then I remember that day, like once we settled on that idea as creative, and that like we could get like someone to do my makeup and then like we can get you dirtied up like we just went nuts like we went to the art lockup and we we're like looking for props and like we found like a bunch of chain and like a dog leash to put you in and then like i found a staff and then like we had some bits with like skulls and b- boiling water and it was just yeah. like a fun premise and just like this fun little like world to kind of live in with these two characters that like we had a fucking blast that was like by far one of my favorite episodes of on yeah. the spot that we did well- and there was something so much fun about the idea of a character who is somewhat all-powerful, but not really, because he's like the younger brother of the all-powerful one, you know? Yeah. But still has all the power over this other person. So we did that. We did those characters. And so then we did a, a live show of of the on-the-spot thing where we brought those characters back at a, a Rooster Convention RTX in the summer of this what year was this 2018 or 20 this is the summer of love that's 2018 yeah. things were yeah. groovy uh, you know, we were experimenting <laughs> on our bodies uh yeah. anyway it was fun and then we were writing a, a sketch show uh arizona circle which i guess that would have been like 2018 right the fall of 2018 bro i have um, no idea <laughs> <laughs> uh and so me and blaine were spending a lot of time together just kind of writing and i mean one thing i like doing a lot is just like telling longer form stories and it just with sometimes with like any writing thing it can be so hard to get something made because of just budgets and like time and so you can write a bunch of stuff and it's getting a a five million dollar budget for something is a lot harder than uh coming up with a cool idea um and so i'd been playing with the idea of like oh it'd be fun to do like a narrative podcast because then that could get made and then kind of came to blaine is like well what if we took the characters that we did from that uh, on the spot show i had already had this idea of like a podcast in hell i was like what if we just put those characters in there and then have like an improv like interview show yeah and i said it was a shit idea and i wasn't really interested in doing it i really that's, i remember i was super resistant in the beginning oh yeah you you uh, you were like i don't know i don't know i was like no no i think this and I had, to, and then I showed him some like similar. I was like, listen to some similar like formats. And I was like, I, I, I like I, I love Hello from the Magic Tavern. That's uh, and I think I was like, listen, like this is an example of like a format that's that works. Like they, it's like uh, another world. Uh, it's it's comedy and it's improvised and I don't know. This is a format that exists on podcasts. It, mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, okay, cool. And then like we kind of like jotted down a couple ideas. Blaine somewhat resistantly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then like a couple more months went by because we had to shoot that sketch show and we so we didn't get a ton of time to work on it and then well eric then there's there's broadcasters looking for more shows right yeah i think it was just sort of a I don't want to say like a right place right time thing because it really felt like we were trying to for my entire time here i was trying to push audio podcasts to be a thing it just felt like a thing that we weren't doing that people were hungry for uh, so when you guys were talking about this, uh, it was like, well, let's just like, let's try it. Like, let's record. I think we recorded a test with like Andrew and yeah. we were just, we were just trying some stuff or whatever. And then man, it was just trying to get it moved forward. It's so <laughs> slow. It's so slow when you're the first at anything, uh, yeah. when you have to figure out not just 
like how to jump through hoops, but what hoops to jump through. Uh, it's it's a it's just like a slog. Like it's really yeah. really tough. But I, I have to hand it to you guys for uh really pushing super hard to be like, no, this is something we want to do. We want to make the show. What do we need to do to make the show? And not really. Co- I mean, you really didn't compromise much on your vision to get it moved forward. And that was sort of like the end of that you know what figuring out what hoops we have to jump through you guys really set that off to go forward to like really pick these shows up and run with them and and uh i think that was like the biggest hurdle to get all these audio podcasts made i remember like like i totally changed my mind on it once we'd done a couple of tests and i remember we did two tests in particular we brought on our friend andrew and he played in the first episode can I say who it is? Because we might bring him back, but no, do oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah it ball knock the ball knock the uh, the sturdy, the sturdy that is a sleep paralysis demon. Mm-hmm. And we went into it, and we had like all of these like really specific questions and like a very strict narrative guideline that we were kind of following. And then I remember Eric, you chimed in. You're like, that was a lot of fun, like a lot of good laughs and stuff like that. You're like, on this next one, like you guys want to record next one, another one? And I think I was like, I don't know, like we well, don't have we, as much prepared. Mm-hmm. And you're like, don't even worry about it. You got enough. Just like, just have fun. Go play in that space. And yep. it was yeah. so much better. And the first test, which I don't think we should ever release, uh, <laughs> is... Uh, I want to release it. Definitely. Uh, I mean, it's not like it's bad. It is just like, it doesn't have that sort of like gravity or like the fun that the regular episodes have. And I think that's what it took was now let's do one where we can just like riff and everyone can just play. And then once that happened, and I think Andrew was a big part of that too. Once that happened and you guys felt like, oh, we can just do this and we can stop down. And if we think of a funnier joke, we can go, oh, say this, say this. And really kind of like feed off that energy and go back and forth. Uh, I think once we did that, that like little second test where no one was prepared, that's where we felt it like, oh, this is the show. Like, that's what this is. What's the reason that these people are talking to Chris and Clayton? And then that's why they're there. That's why they're talking that that's the conversation. Yeah. Because that second episode was we did Joseph Stalin uh, Mm -hmm. or the second test episode. It was just fun. It was like fun. It was just I don't know how to describe it. Some productions where you're like you walk away and you're like, yeah, I want to do that again. That was yeah. Fun. I think there's actually pieces that we kind of salvaged from that and put into the final episode. And I do remember another thing that we were bumping into, and this is definitely chilled out since then. We have like a great support system now, especially with Nick. Like he does all of our editing and he'll go through and like he'll take the bulk of the episode and have a vision for like where it should go and he'll trim it down and stuff like that. Cause like we shoot for about 45 minutes to an hour and then Nick will shoot it, cut it down to like a 35 minute edit. But like we started getting so in the weeds on a lot of the editing stuff because we wanted it to be perfect. Like we wanted the sound to be like excellent and everything to be punched up. It it was it like you could definitely tell that you guys came from like a longer form background. I think what we really excel at in that improv and everything is organized chaos and having sort of like things fall apart, things go wrong, that big sort of like crazy energy. And when you start having to put, you know, notes on notes on notes to like find that you're not really finding it and you have to. And I think you guys have found a really fun way to figure out like what the production, like what the final product is going to sound like in the production instead of in the post production. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also those first couple episodes are like, oh, these have to be perfect. And then you kind of like everyone kind of like learns you find your rhythm 
both like as a production team, but also like creatively, you know. Mm-hmm. I, but it was weird though, because I, I do re- we recorded those two test episodes in like early spring of uh, last year. Yeah, was it I like think it, was. it was like March or something. It might have been like yeah. March. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we like we cut them together ourselves, and we're like, hey here's this thing we want to make this we want to make this show i i did a whole little like uh like why a little pres mini presentation on why we should do audio only podcasts mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh and then you made did, one of those like, like science fair convention like yeah i had a board things yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah then it was just like nothing for like i don't know like five months <laughs> yeah i mean it was just people going like sort of just not moving on it and uh, that's just the way some things work sometimes is that like people can't see that vision. And that's why I have to give you guys all the credit in the world for like seeing it through, because I think a lot of people would just go like, fuck it, never mind. Um, and you guys really kept pushing to be like, we want to make this. We want to make this. Yeah. Some of that is like you ask like the difference between like working at like a smaller company or a bigger company or even uh just doing it like i mean people a lot of people are like well how hard is it to do a podcast and it's like well it's not hard to necessarily make the podcast but to you know get it uh approved and what's the what's the distribution plan how's the how, how are we going to market money? it yeah how does it make right. money how much time does it you know like we got it well we got to do you know figuring all the nitty-gritty that's the stuff that took up time and then and then whenever we were like finally got it uh good to go it was like all right go 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 and that first the first two months were they were nuts because we were that was stressful because we'd been like waiting for i don't know five six months i don't know how many months and then we finally got the green light and a date to it was like two weeks three weeks away and we hadn't recorded any episodes and uh hadn't done any marketing (laughs) yeah it was really like trying to get the word out again it's when you're the first one to do anything you don't know what you're supposed to do so you just kind of like start trying and swinging and doing whatever to grab whoever to do whatever you can to get the word out and i think that's i think that's pretty much what we did here right like it really was just sort of yell until people go what are they yelling about and then go oh oh this podcast (laughs) but yeah i mean i think it was fun to kind of like do all the uh come up with like ways to promote the show if you've only listened this on podcast you may we did the um improv comedy show this on the spot we did another episode of that where we brought back the characters and kind of announced that we wanted to make it an actual show. And then we did like a, a live action, like short, an RT short. It's up on YouTube. The, the kind of like mini side story. I don't know if it's Canon or not. Is it Canon? Probably, I think, probably not. I think, uh, this is what I'm talking about. Like you guys are so wrapped up and like, let's figure <laughs> out if this is Canon. I think it's probably <laughs> fine. I think you can just say yes or no. And that's probably all right. Um, but uh, no, say that, yes or no. Well, I don't know. I'd have to watch. Right, it. We'll no, do it on three. You ready? Here we go. Okay, We're ready, doing okay, on three. Here we go. Go, go for it, Blaine. All right, count, count us down, Eric. Okay, here we go. One, two, no, start, three. start. Count down, count down. Okay, three, <laughs> three, two, one. Yes. No. Oh, oh. wow. Well, I'll set up a meeting. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to meet about this, Eric. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, one thing I really like doing is like the social media aspect of the show and and there's a subreddit now and a facebook group um but yeah being able to like post like i love it when people do art and um and getting to like repost that and interact with people the, the cool stuff that people who listen to the show like well, that you 
you mentioned fan art and we had received a piece that was so fucking cool from Katie Simrel or Simrel. And uh, we were so impressed by it that I think we reached out to her because she's one of our like, you know, big community members. And we're like, can you make our art for each episode? And she's made, I have lost count of how many episodes. Yeah. We have an email chain. It's the longest email chain I have. And it's just, uh, it's every single week, three or four emails back and forth of us talking uh, artwork with her. Yeah, because at some point we were like, man, how do we like promote something that has no visual representation other than like the little photos that we took that one time, you know? So it's like, oh, if we could get art made before the episode, then we actually have stuff to post on social and thumbnails and all that good stuff. And that's really fun. I mean, if you haven't seen any of that, then go to the Instagram or Twitter or something. It's all cool. It, it makes yeah. it feel real. But also, I love it whenever people do their own interpretations and send those to us. Um, one of one of the aspects that I enjoy about making the show is the networking because like we were you know we've got like a pretty big stable of talent at you know Rooster Teeth the Chima Hunter and Funhouse and we've used a lot of those guys and we've used a couple of them a couple times because they have just such you know a variety of like voice you know they have such range but then like we'll also you know uh, collaborate with like Dead Meat Podcast and the Cult Podcast and you know yeah. kind of funny. And like being able to Freddie Wong, like being able to reach out to these creators that we all like really enjoy and admire uh, has been really fun. And I've made a lot of like fun, cool friends, you know, in doing that. So that's pretty rad. Let's see. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? I don't know. Look at your list that you kept telling us about. All right. I'll I'll read through the list. We got intros done. We got the conception of the show done. The development of the show. Well, that that was done. Uh, and then the launch, we talked about that. We had looked back on a Slack conversation, Chris and I, like what was the er- the first mention of it? And uh, like um, as a podcast, it was like, I think it was like, this, it was in 2018. It was, because like, I, I, I had the conversation we were, right here. It was uh, a conversation with Chris on December, between Chris and Hannah on December 17th, 2018. Because she's in development and he was asking about, about if we did like a dumb hell podcast with the characters from on the spot yeah so i mean this is that had been so then when we finally launched it was like october 2019 so like it was a good it was a year yeah it was about i mean probably a little gestating yeah well and that's not counting like the characters and the kind of initial concept that you know so it's like sometimes it takes something takes like four years (laughs) to get made like from an idea to the right uh, execution of it. At what point what, it, did were you excited about it, Blaine? Was it after we actually recorded test episodes? Is that what made you the <laughs> wanted- the, the, the moment we were done with the te- test episodes? I, it was like in the midst of the test episodes. Like I think that that first one was like it was fun and like the fun thing about Car- like uh, Clayton and it's actually it's I have to like. This is going to sound all like fucking, oh, I have to get, you know, into character and method. <laughs> uh, but like whenever I'm doing Clayton, it's such a weird form of improv because I'm just I'm shitting all over Chris. It's it's not yes and it's no but. And and like that's like part of that relationship is that they are, you know, Clayton's such a dickhead to Chris. Um, and that was like a really fun character to play. But then I also noticed that like over the past couple of months, I just dunk on Chris in regular <laughs> content as like you and me. And like people are calling me out for it. And I have to take a step back every now and then and be like, I need to not do that. Like, 
I'm so mean to Chris, and it's and you're too in character, justified. But yeah, when yeah. I'm in that character, I just get to shit all over you. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, this I feel this is a good place to stop where you're shitting on me. Um. So yeah, uh, we are going to have another one of these where we answer a bunch of uh questions that people sent us on the internet about actually how we make the show, how much is improvised versus uh outlined or written uh the technical aspects how we get gas all that kind of stuff that will be up next but that's the end of this one thank you so much for listening and supporting the show we are you're welcome on... chris what <laughs> yeah you're welcome yes uh we're working on um new episodes we just uh why did we do this break blaine uh because we want to like not kill ourselves i don't know i yeah it's not for lack of creative we have a going list and like a bunch of guests that we want to have on but god damn this quarantine is just sucking us dry <laughs> and, and i know that you need a break because you'd been doing double duty between this and black box down um, yeah i think so it's just needing a mental being health, able to man. yeah getting it being able to uh, go on vacation take a break without getting really far behind um but so yeah, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, please, uh, please, please, please tell all your friends uh, about the show and share it because that means a lot to us, and uh, we like making it. Um, you know, a big thing too that you guys could do for us is if you promote us to your favorite creators. You know, like if there's somebody that you guys want to see on our show that we should collaborate with, you know, like hit them up on Twitter and like get those conversations going and we'll notice all with that us, stuff. With us, with us, yeah. Because <laughs> we do want, well, there's more people we want to collaborate with and like if there's people that you like, let us know, let them know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, okay, good. S strong, strong finish, guys. Strong <laughs> finish. All right, I'm going to write that down on my spreadsheet. Uh, that's a wrap up. Great. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, uh, Thanks. Bye. Go go get go get some of our merch, please. Bye. Sounds like you're falling down a tunnel. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow.